Hey, everybody, you're listening to Locked On Nittany Lions, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and we talk Penn State sports here on the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here as always. Today is Wednesday, March 11th, 2020. We're midway through the week. And we've got some more topics to discuss, continuing some of the conversations we've been having all week with regards to Penn State basketball, maybe a former Penn State football player that's uh, making some news in the NFL right now in the offseason, and of course, more updates on the whole coronavirus and how the college world is responding to it, and whether or not that's going to continue to be a problem as we move forward. So sit back, relax, enjoy this podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. Never miss a single episode. We're on all your favorite podcasting apps such as iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, and so many more. Add the RSS feed if I didn't mention your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to rate and review because it really does help us out in our continued efforts to try and grow the show here in 2020. We also want you to be a part of the show, so send your questions, send your comments to us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. Check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. And we've also got a YouTube channel, so just go to YouTube and search for LockedOnNittany Lions, and you'll get some audio clips of the podcast as well in video form. So with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and get today's episode underway. Let's get started on this episode by continuing to take a look at some of the reaction and responses surrounding the coronavirus outbreak that's been continuing to sweep the nation and really taking the sports world by storm. It seems like so much has happened just within the last 24 hours and since the last time we talked about it on this podcast. Now, as of now, the Big Ten tournament is still going to be going on as scheduled in Indianapolis. The fans will still be able to attend. Uh, the only thing that might be different is media access is going to be restricted, uh, just as a number of other conferences are doing. The Pac-12 is doing the same thing. Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL, they're all restricting media access to, in, from the locker rooms, which to me I don't think is a huge deal. And certainly if you're putting player safety at the forefront, that makes perfect sense. It, it eliminates at least some of the uh, the possibility that a player may be in contact with the COVID-19 virus. I don't really know exactly what we're supposed to call that, but COVID-19, whatever it may be. Uh, obviously, the, these sports organizations are taking player safety into account. Not so much the fan safety because it still feels kind of convenient to uh, limit the media access, but you're still packing the arenas with fans. I don't know if this is the uh, the end of the uh, the media access in the locker room for the people that do enjoy and uh, take advantage of that. And I do think that there's some potential negative downside to that if that is the case, because I don't know when a sports organization now is going to feel like, OK, now we can allow media back in the locker room. Maybe it'll happen someday. I don't know. We'll play it day by day and on a case by case basis. But Some of the headlines that have come out just within the last 24 hours, the Ivy League is shutting down spring football practices entirely throughout the whole conference. You know, Harvard is uh, just having uh, classes done online now, Uh, at least I don't know if if it's for the rest of the semester or what, but a lot of schools are starting to do that. Florida, I think, was one. I think UCLA may have done that as well. Uh, But, you know, we're starting to see a lot of schools limit uh, students actually going to classes and actually just instead just taking their classes online, which, hey, that's perfectly fine, too. That's a that's a great way to get around it and uh, really protect everybody involved, the teachers and the students. But 
As far as the sports world's concerned, as I said, the Big Ten tournament's going to go underway as scheduled. No real changes there outside of media access. Same thing with the Pac-12. The MAC is going to have very restricted attendance policy in play in Cleveland as they get their basketball tournament underway this week. Uh, so you're starting to see these conferences really take it into their own hands because the NCAA is not going to do anything. Uh, the NCAA tournament, as of now, uh, maybe this has changed since I recorded this because things are happening so quickly, but there are no plans to prevent any fan from attending NCAA tournament games. So if you're a Penn State fan looking to um, make a trip to see the Nittany Lions in whatever NCAA tournament game they may be going to, and yes, I do think that they're still going to be going to the NCAA tournament. I don't think there's a question about that. You'll be able to do that. <laughs> so I, I think you can book that trip confidently. Uh, I know there's a lot of concerns right now about travel and uh, the, there may be some caution that you're going to have to t- deal with. But, you know, it's all in the greater interest of everybody being as safe as possible. And uh, yeah, obviously, you got to be smart and wash your hands, all that good stuff. Take care of yourself. But uh, if you're planning on going to see Penn State in the NCAA tournament or the Big Ten tournament, as of now, you'll be able to do that. Uh, there's nothing that's going to be stopping you from doing that, uh, at least as of now. <laughs> like I said, things are changing so quickly, and sports organizations and uh, conferences and, and schools, they're taking very serious precautions right now, as they probably should be. I don't know if it's an overreaction. I, de- I generally tend to err on the side of safety for as many people as involved, and I'm not going to criticize anyone for doing so. So, uh, But again, If you're a Penn State fan and you're looking to see Penn State men's basketball in the NCAA tournament or the Big Ten tournament, you're going to be able to do that. And there are no signs that that's going to change as of now. Penn State spring practices have not started just yet, but I am definitely in spring football mode right now. If you haven't been following me along on Athlon Sports or on Twitter, you probably have missed the fact that I've already started to put together some of the spring previews for a couple Big Ten teams. So Wisconsin was posted earlier this week, as was my Indiana preview. Basically just taking five questions that each program is going to face uh, starting this spring. And some of them are pretty obvious. And yes, I will be doing one for Penn State. That one's going to be coming up at a to-be-determined date, but it's in the works. It's definitely going to be happening. So I'll be sure to share that with you guys as well. But the two schools I've already covered, Wisconsin and Indiana, and just to note, I'm not going to be covering every Big Ten team, just a handful of them. Uh, But Indiana and Wisconsin, both interesting teams, I think, going into the 2020 season. And I would just figure out just... We'll we'll take some time every now and then to look around the Big Ten and discuss what's happening with some of these other teams. Wisconsin, of course, is coming off their Big Ten West Division Championship last year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is moving on, so they got to find another running back. they got to find another big offensive lineman to replace uh, Tyler Bladez, who has moved on to the NFL. And the big question that I think that Wisconsin is going to face is whether or not Jack Cohn is going to be the guy at quarterback or if it's time for somebody to step up and give him a run for his money. Graham Mertz was a highly recruited, highly touted recruit for the Badgers when he came in at quarterback, and uh, he hasn't had the opportunity to be that guy just yet. They've been uh, kind of working him in a little bit, but he certainly seems like 
the guy that a lot of people are expecting to be Wisconsin's quarterback at some point in time. And I'm kind of curious if that's going to be this year or not. So as you know, uh, Wisconsin will always be able to run the football. It doesn't matter if they don't have Jonathan Taylor. They always have a running back ready to go. So they should be okay there. Uh, I don't know if they've got a 2,000 yard back, but uh, you know, Wisconsin's bread and butter is running the football behind a powerful offensive line. But Offensive line is going to have some reworking to do. They've got a couple three three starters. I think they're going to have to replace going into next season. So that work begins this spring. Uh, but you know, I think when uh, one thing you can rely on Paul Chris to be able to do is to it's to be able to get that running game in good order. Again, it may not be quite as strong and talented as uh, it was with Jonathan Taylor, who was able to break open a loose uh, for a seventy yard run, eighty yard run on any almost any given moment. Although he didn't do it a terrible. Uh, amount of times he did have one against Penn State but uh, that, that didn't hurt Penn State a couple years ago but I do think that uh, Wisconsin once again should be going into next season as the favorite in that Big Ten West division Minnesota is certainly going to be a team to keep an eye on uh, you know Iowa's always going to be kind of in the mix uh, Northwestern though made some headlines yesterday or not yesterday but within the last couple of days this week by adding a graduate transfer quarterback Peyton Ramsey from Indiana. It's not very often you get a graduate transfer from uh, within the same conference, but you know, Peyton Ramsey uh, saw the writing on the wall, f- figured that Indiana is going to go with Michael Penix Jr. as their quarterback as long as he's healthy, and that meant that he was going to have to find some other place to be the starting quarterback. And uh, Northwestern is certainly a team that could use a starting quarterback. Northwestern had so many things go wrong for them last year. They didn't have a, a good passing game. They, their quarterback situation was, it was rough, <laughs> to put it kindly. So getting a guy like Peyton Ramsey, I think, is actually a pretty big upgrade uh, for the Hoosiers. And I'm sorry, for the Wildcats. So that should be a nice little addition for Pat Fitzgerald going into the season. I don't know if it's enough to make Northwestern a team that's going to uh, be that wildcard team to get into that Big Ten championship game as they did a couple of years ago. You know, I don't think he's Clayton Thorson, and Clayton Thorson I don't think was all that great anyway, but uh, he was certainly a, a good fit for Northwestern when they needed him. But I think Peyton Ramsey uh, going into Northwestern, I think that's, um, that's a good f- good situation to be in because they need a quarterback. Uh, he's certainly capable of playing quarterback. <laughs> he's He was a big reason why Indiana won as many games as they did last year. Um, so I think that that's a, a good situation all around. And and, and Indiana, it, the loss of Ramsey, you know, it hurts the depth. But I still think you know, Michael Penix Jr. is the guy they want to go with. And, and why not? He, he's very talented. So. Yeah, Indiana is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, obviously, coming into the next season, uh, there's not a very good chance that they're going to compete in this division. But they're a team that you don't really want to play, especially when you have the chance to go to Bloomington. I think it's a they're a dangerous team, but they're not one that I think is going to be trusted to to make enough noise to really cause a big uproar in that Big Ten East with Ohio State and Penn State. I think being the top two teams in the conference. Going into next season, and of course, Michigan is going to be a very strong team as well. So, uh, that, that's a look at quick early look at Wisconsin, Indiana over on AthlonSports.com. If you want to check that out, I'll share those links with you guys on Twitter. Again, we'll just kind of skip around the Big Ten every now and then, certainly during the spring, so we can kind of touch base on what's happening at all these other programs. Because, uh, of course, we want to talk about Penn State, and once we get into spring practices, we'll certainly be doing a lot of that. But it's now is a good time to kind of take the temperature on what's going on around the Big Ten as well. 
let's close out this episode on a positive note, at least for Penn State and Penn State fans. Uh, former Nittany Lion Allen Robinson continuing to be one of the top wide receivers out there in the NFL. Maybe he kind of flies on the radar sometimes, but there's no doubt that he is still a very talented wide receiver. You know, you can still remember that image of him leaping up to catch that pass from Christian Hackenberg against Michigan a few years back. It wasn't all that long ago that we saw Allen Robinson lighting it up on the football field in a Penn State uniform. He continues to be one of the, the most well-respected players in the National Football League. Of course, he's with the Chicago Bears right now, and uh, there's some interesting off-season storylines involving Robinson and whether the Bears are going to lock him in to a contract extension and make him a, a foundation piece for years to come. Honestly, I'd be perfectly fine if he were to hit the free agency and maybe the Eagles gave him a call. But, hey, that's just me. <laughs> I've been saying that for a long time. It would be I would love to see it. But Allen Robinson uh, recently was named the Ed Block Courage Award winner from the Chicago Bears. It's an award that's given to one player on every uh, NFL team, all 32 NFL teams, best exemplifying a commitment to sportsmanship and courage and serves as an inspiration in the locker room. And I think if you go back to the whole idea of success with honor, I think Allen Robinson is carrying that banner very proudly for the Penn State football family. Uh, seeing a Penn State alum receive that kind of recognition that speaks volumes, uh, not only of uh, the Penn State uh, program that he's come through, but of course, the character of Allen Robinson. He is one of the more well-liked players that have come through Penn State. I remember the time he was there. Uh, you know, it was one of those interesting times, points in time for the the, the program uh, coming through the, the Jerry Sandelsky scandal and all that stuff. Uh, you know, he had Christian Hackenberg making him look like a star for the one year. And uh, of course, it, it, there's no question he laid it all. He laid it all out on the field and he continues to be a, a shining example of the kind of product that I think Penn State can be very proud of. Uh, so, again, seeing a player from your university go on to win this kind of an award, you know, certainly uh, being one of the role models uh, within the Chicago Bears and throughout the NFL, that speaks volumes. And that is something that uh, every Penn Stater should be very proud of to see. And uh, he's not alone. <laughs> There's a lot of Penn State players out there right now that are continuing to gain a lot of uh, positive respect out there. You know, Saquon Barkley, I don't think we need to say much about him. He's quickly become one of the uh, most well-respected running backs throughout the NFL, and uh, that doesn't show any signs of slowing down. Again, Allen Robinson has been there. Uh, Chris Godwin has made some uh, heads turn <laughs> in his short time in the NFL, and you're starting to see some you know, Penn State players at, at skilled positions really kind of become stars in the making if they are not already. So, that's always stuff that can come back and, and bode well for you on the recruiting trail. And it's certainly nice to show some images of what these players are doing after they leave Penn State. And, of course, Allen Robinson doesn't show any signs of slowing down being a respectable human being and a role model that many people can look up to in the years to come in the NFL. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, another little bit of a shorter episode, but you know we're getting into some nitty-gritty time. We've got spring football that will be kicking up. And, of course, we'll be continuing to follow Penn State men's basketball through the, the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament coming up very soon. And, of course, we'll keep tabs on everything else going on around the Penn State sports team, uh, including the Penn State hockey team getting ready for that big single elimination game uh, this weekend. We'll keep tabs on all that stuff uh, throughout the week. So we've got some more stuff to come 
for you guys in tomorrow's episode. So make sure you come back and check it out. Make sure you don't miss a single episode, but make sure you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting apps such as iTunes and Spotify. We are on all the major platforms for podcast listening. And you can also uh, rate and review. It will help us out tremendously moving forward as we continue to try and grow the show in 2020. And we also want you to be a part of the show. So the best way to do that is to give us a follow on Twitter and send us your questions and comments at LockedOnNittany. And I do have the Facebook page up and running. It's Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. And don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. We put up some audio clips and video form on the YouTube channel. So if you missed anything or you just want to get a highlight from the podcast and you open up a YouTube tab, that's there for you as well. We'll probably do some more with that in the future. But for right now, we're sharing some good select clips and some segments from the podcast and video form. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Kevin on CFB. Check out my national college football coverage on AthonSports.com and NBCSports.com's College Football Talk. And until then, everybody, make sure you stay tuned and check out the rest of the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got Locked On Big Ten covering every angle of the Big Ten tournament this week. And, of course, any other headline coming around around the conference. So make sure you check that out. And until tomorrow, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day today. Go 1-0. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.